this week, I was as I was preparing the sermon, I'm thinking of different situations and how I respond. And I think in certain in this situation, I might respond just fine. If I stub my toe at church, I probably will respond differently than if I stub my toe at 3 a.m. Am I the only one? If I hear bad news at the church, I might respond differently than if I get bad news when I'm really tired and hungry. The title of my sermon this morning is Template to Life. What template are you basing your decisions off of? What template are you using in hard times? A template is a form, a mold, Or a pattern used to guide us to make something. If you're in wood shop or even if you're a welder, there's times where you make a template of things that you want to do over and over and over. You make a jig, you make a template and you draw that out. Then you get your jigsaw. Then the next time you want to do it, you set it on there again. You do it again and again and again. I remember growing up in in kindergarten, they had the circle. You drew the circle because what would your circle look like as a kindergartner? Not very good. I remember when we were learning to write, they had the letters on the page and you would trace the letters. Right? So what template are we using? Job went through some serious hard times. He lost his children, his property. We could also talk about how his friends talked bad about him. But what did Job do when faced with horrifying news? Job got up, tore his robe, shaved his head, and fell to the ground in worship. Elijah... Despite all of the wonders he witnessed during his lifetime, bringing a little boy back to life, saving a non-Jewish woman and her child from drought, Elijah was suicidal after God rained down fire on Mount Carmel. It was only through an angelic intervention he stayed alive during this period. Here he is, things, magical things happening, miracles happening, and yet... The template he was using made him want to be suicidal. Moses, another huge figure in Jewish and Christian scripture, was likely in an individual who struggled with anxiety and depression. How many of us have struggled with that? It is so easy to do, especially since COVID happened. You feel more isolated. Things are different. Before even starting his journey to free the Israelites, he was paralyzed with fear. When I was in junior high, you, I would have never have thought that you would ever see me up here in front of people speaking. And Ron would, 
So some of you don't know that Chris's dad was our principal. He was my principal from um, all of elementary school and junior high. So he can tell you lots of stories about me. So Moses cried out in despair to God many times. Despite his deep lows, he is revered as a great man in the history, but also a great man of faith. I mean, this is a guy that anxiety, depression, fear of speaking in front of people, all of the different things, but yet he is considered a man of faith. Why is that? The template he used. Jonah, a great prophet of God, was called to do amazing things. However, after saving, being saved from a giant fish, he did not get what he, what he anticipated. And after a great revival, Jonah told God he'd prefer death over living. What template was he using? King David, one of the greatest known individuals in the Old Testament, did not escape unscathed. Despite his status of being beloved by God and filled with the Spirit, David reports of sleepless night, the crying of many tears, living in fear, and much heartache. Martha, the sister of Mary and Lazarus, Martha, a friend of Jesus, was burdened with many things. She was anxious, frustrated when Jesus was visiting for a meal and demanded her sister to help her in preparation. However, Jesus lovingly told her, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. Did that mean Martha was any less of a friend? There's, there's things that need to happen around the house and I get anxious. I'm like, okay, it's 7.30 in the morning. I want these done. And my wife has to remind me, hey, if you want help, it'd be better if you waited till 10. I remember growing up, my dad said this isn't true. But on a Saturday morning, I hear an aluminum scoop shovel outside my window on the concrete, you know, cleaning up leaves and in the fall. And I'm like, you did that on purpose to wake me up. He's like, no, no, I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, right. But I get anxious Fridays and Saturdays, like especially this week, having Friday off, you know, Chris's sermon last week, be still. I was still from like 6.30 to 7.30 and now I want to go do something, right? I want to get up and luckily on Friday I did. I got up, I raked all the leaves in my yard and right as about the time I'm done, all of a sudden the snow started coming down. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I got that up before the snow is here. But sometimes we get anxious and frustrated When God is just wanting us to take a deep breath and apply the template that we need for life. Paul, one of the most prolific writers of the New Testament. This man endured endured much for the sake of the kingdom. With such a large life after a privileged upbringing. A Roman citizen, an educated Jew, 
Paul and his companions despaired even of life itself. This is a man well revered among the churches, faced difficulties, potential depression, and suicidal in times of his life. Paul wrote most of the New Testament. And yet there was times that situations happened that we revert to the old template. Remember, a template is a form, a mold, a pattern used to make something. But we cannot let our past hurts be the template for the future. We cannot let our past hurts be the template for our future. I want us to start thinking about situations and how you respond. You respond because of a, maybe a past hurt, maybe because of an addiction, maybe because of something someone said years and years ago. But then all of a sudden we put that template in front of us and that's how we respond. There's things that we have said when we were six, seven, eight years old that are still holding you back because that's the template you go to when things get tough. I want each of us to think about something that you go, man, I remember that happened. And wait, that is whole. Every time a situation happens close to that, that's how I respond. It's because of a hurt. When we used to do granite countertops, we would go in to a kitchen once they set the cabinets and we would make templates of that kitchen. I could go in and just go, eh, yeah, this looks good. This looks good. This looks good. And I remember that the kitchen three jobs before was similar, so I'll just use the math from it. There's no such thing as a granite stretcher. So you cut it once and you hope it's right. That's why we would go in and make a template. If the cabinets were off a little bit, we could make our template off just a little bit to match what was there. We never went in saying, oh, that last job's going to work. But yet there's times in our lives where we go, my response last time will work this time. The template that I've been using since I was 12 will work. Man, you guys got really quiet in here. I kind of like this. I have to watch it that at the house with my boys that I don't respond based off of something else. There's many times that because of what I'm going through, I respond differently to different template because I'm walking through something tough. Then somebody says something and I snap. We've got to have the template that God wants for us and it's going to be changing. I don't say that we start a template And it's always going to be that. Because I can tell you how I would respond in this room with bad information is differently than how I wouldn't necessarily respond at home. 
our first point this morning. And we're going to read out at James, James 4, 8. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Point number one is pray. When we're in a rough situation and things are happening, we have to first go to prayer. If you are at the point where you're like, I don't even know what to say. And you're a writer, grab a piece of paper and start writing a letter to God. Start with something communicating to him. Because prayer is about a relationship. Point number two, if you're taking notes, listen to worship music. It changes the atmosphere. If you don't have good worship music that you, that you like, and you have a good podcast of another pastor, make sure it's a Christian podcast. I have a couple podcasts that are golf related that are not Christian podcasts. And when I'm going through a rough time and I'm think and I'm asking God for help, that's not where I go. That's for entertainment value when I'm on my lawnmower. Or I'm driving down the road. Point number three. Read the word of God. Pray. Put music on. Change the atmosphere. The presence. Then read the word of God. If you don't know where to start. At least grab a Christian book. And start reading. But we can't go back to the template of I don't know what to do. I can't do. I, 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 I. Life sucks. I'm anxious. I'm depressed. If we put that template in front of us, where are we going to stay? Right where we're at. Point number four. You have to fellowship with other Christians. I find that when I'm going through hard times, what's great is I can go to work And I can fellowship with my dad. If I need prayer, I can ask for prayer. But the main thing is, when I get there, if I'm struggling, my day gets better and better because I'm with other Christians. Small groups. If you're you're struggling with anxiety, depression, addiction, low self-esteem... If you're struggling with these things, I challenge you to get involved in one of the life groups. Whether it's the men's or the women's. We're going to start a new one up first of the year that is just going to be for anyone. It's not a men's, it's not a women's, it can be a couple's, it can be an individual. But find a way to fellowship. Find godly friends that you can call. The template you use can determine how you respond. And I hope the template I use most often is the template that leads to life. Not leads me down the same rabbit hole that I've been for the last couple days. Or the last months. Or for some of us, maybe the last years. 
The scripture says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That needs to be the start of that template. And then you cry out to him. You set an atmosphere. You open up the word and say, Lord, speak to me. And then you find those around you that will encourage you and lift you up. This morning as I was sitting on the couch, I just had, I don't even know what church it was. It's on Fox in the morning, maybe Sagebrush Church. That's what comes to mind. And the pastor was talking about developing discipleship and accountability. And in accountability, he says, you've got to start with four things. You give four questions or four, four situations that only that person and you are going to know about. They're going to know four things about you that nobody else knows. And you're going to know four things about them that nobody knows. And that's how accountability starts. It can't be on the surface. Because if it's on the surface, then somebody goes, oh, well, did you know this about that person? And then it gets out and then they go, well, do you know this about that person? That's why the accountability and if you're going through hard time, maybe there's, a, there's someone that you can open up to and become accountable to so they can strengthen you in hard times. Psalms 9, 9. The Lord is a refuge for the opposed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Philippians 4, 19. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Psalms 32, 7 and 8. This, these are snippets of a lot of these verses. God is a hiding place. He provides the shelter no one else can. 1 Peter 5, 7. God asks us to give him everything about which we are anxious because he cares for us. Romans 8, 18. We can get through anything here in this life because we have glory ahead of us. First Peter 1, 6 and 7. Our faith is tested so we can grow in Christ and praise him all more as he is revealed. Joshua 1, 9. God is always with us so we are to be strong and courageous. Romans 8, 28, a a very familiar verse about how God makes everything work together for those who have been called and who love him. Hard times are going to happen. We're going to hear bad news. What template are we going to use? Hard times, as, as we have seen, are inevitable. We best suit up every day with the full armor of God. I didn't talk about that because that gets into a whole nother sermon. If you guys want me to go there, we can go there, but it's going to be like another hour. Okay? When we grew growing up, two-hour sermons was like, it seemed really common. Chris and I are like, 
No. <laughs> 25 to 30 minutes is what we try to get. But Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 is where you can find um, the full armor of God. So we can fight whatever the world throws at us, have a prayer arsenal, a battle song, a quick go-to verse, and a believing friend in your contact. That is a template that we all need to have. A prayer arsenal, a battle song, quick go-to verse, and a believing friend that will stand with you. Remember, our sovereign God will never leave you or forsake you. That's in Hebrews 13.5. Don't let your past hurts be the template to the life God has for you. We cannot allow that to be our template. But there's times in my life that that is the template. A past hurt, a situation, and I respond out of that. Instead of drawing near to God and saying, God, I need a template for this situation. Give me that prayer arsenal, that battle song, that go-to verse, and that friend that I can call. There's times that when you put that template down, you go to that verse, or you go to that prayer arsenal, and boom, you're out of it. And maybe that's not quite enough, so then you go to step two. You put on worship music. And maybe that's the time you get out of it. Because you started with the right template. And maybe that doesn't help. So you have to go to step three and you open up the word of God. God, speak to me. And sometimes, boom, we're out of the situation. We're out of the hard time and we're trusting that God is going to do something and things change. And then there's times we have to go to that fourth where we have to humble ourselves and we have to call someone and say, I need help. Can you pray? The world around us does not need us to respond with the template of pain and hurt, anxiety, addiction. It needs us to respond with the template that leads to life, that is Jesus. The scripture that we stand on here is John 10.10. 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came that we may have life and abundant life. The only way to walk in that abundant life is to have a template that leads to life. And there's times that I do not respond because I'm basing it off of an old template. Let's all stand. Father, we love you. And Father, right now, I 
ask that you would help me to respond with the right template that leads to life. That those areas of those past hurts, those addictions, those anxiety, the depression, I lay at your feet. And I ask you to be Lord over those areas of my life. And I ask that the next time that things come up, that I would respond with the right template that leads to you, Jesus, that leads to life. So, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would show each and every one of us those areas of our life where we respond with the old template, the template of hurt and pain, So that we can give those to you to be Lord over. Father, I want those around me to see you. To be drawn to you. And I know that that starts with how I respond in situations who I cry out to in tough times if we could go ahead and get the prayer team down if there's anybody here that needs prayer whether it's from what I was preaching this morning to you just need a financial miracle you want to pray for one of your loved ones please feel free to come down and get prayer. This is one of those steps, one of those templates that you can start applying is going, I'm going to start asking other people to be praying with me and for me. So Father, we thank you. We love you. I want to see a world changed. And I know that that happens when we change to be more like you. So Father, I ask that as we leave this building today, we will be world changers because we are applying the template of life, which is you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't forget, there's snacks in the fellowship hall. Stay around, get to know people. Love you guys. Have a great week.